We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, hit straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> Tiny, wow. nice, nailed it. Wow. Drop the mic. <laughs> I know. Goodness. I know the listeners have been hanging out for that for the last two weeks. For you or for Nordo? In stereo. No, for the, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have. <clears throat> and base, and we were just saying, on the uh, the golf club, they're still having their Blossom Classic, which is pretty good. Yes, and the Festival of Golf, which runs for the whole, oh no, for half of the week. Is it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? I don't really know. Yeah, I think it is. I know, you know what? This is one of those times that I've had this conversation hundreds of times with my husband and it's golf and I kind of glaze over and go, well, that's nice. Uh, I feel like it's Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday because they've always got something on the Sunday. No, they had the, uh, well, traditionally in previous years, they have the, the golf, the Armour Blossom Classic on the Saturday and then the yes. Blossom Festivals on the Sunday. Yes, correct. So, And that's how it's working this, this year too. But the Festival of Golf runs the... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it's a four ball every day, which is a new format. And I know that's why Luke's had numerous conversations because he's not thrilled about it. Oh, because he he doesn't like individual performance. Well, yeah, and he just thinks that he's not going to take four days off work to play four ball every day. He wants to play, you know, stable foot or what, I don't know, whatever whatever else there is. I don't even know what there is. I don't really do golf. Well, I I only do four ball, best ball because they never pick my ball. So I'm just relying on other people to play well. And, uh, I like I like taking Nordo out because he's always shitter than me. So <laughs> makes me look that little bit better. But I can tell you in a round of 18, there'll be maybe one stroke in that 18 that they'll go, holy shit, that was almost good. We'll take that. <laughs> I think that's why Tommy likes playing with Luke and Mick as well. Yeah. Because he goes for the comic relief. Every now and then he'll hit a really good one. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's it's, it's Luke and shit. Mick's. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is fine. It needs to be fun. The course is actually looking good, even though Ash, so Ash, the uh, greenskeeper out there, yeah. um, doesn't like winter as most greenskeepers. Greenskeepers don't because yeah. the grass goes yellow. But um, I saw we we're out there taking photos the other day for the Sunny Daily and the Sentinel. They're going to do features because it's also the 70th anniversary of that course. Oh, wow. I know. So it's there's all sorts of celebrations going on. It's a fair bit's changed over those 70 years too. Like just in my memory of the course um, changing of where the you know number one hole was and all that sort of stuff. Mm. It's, uh, it's changed heaps. I, I feel like the course hasn't. The layout hasn't really changed that much. Well, maybe just number one, and like the the, the start has changed a fair bit. I think what, because they've extended that the club rooms now what twice. It's yeah. had two different extensions. Yeah. They've had to change the putting green and the yeah the yeah. the last hole and the first hole have probably changed a little bit. But yeah. it's the seventieth anniversary of that course. So that's cool. where that's – so there is a bit of a celebration going on. There was going to be a big old open day on Friday the 13th that was going to be everyone come along and check out the new motel and we'll, we had the radio station from Swan Hill coming because we want to try and steal some of those Murray Downs yep. golfers and we're doing a feature in the Sunny Daily to try and get some from Mildura as well. Um, but, of course, given restrictions, yeah. can't do any of that. So no. we'll do it a little bit later. That and the steps still haven't gone on to the motel is- units. Oh is the golf God. course um is it open though? The golf course is open. Yeah, 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 you can play. Yeah, yeah. And they're so, going to play comp for you know four days. Open though, you can. Yeah, everything's open yeah. here. 
Just about. <laughs> Except for footy. So this is another thing, and I'm hoping Phil – Nice segue, Jade. We'll get to Charlie in a moment, but I'm hoping Phil will come in later today and explain to us what the hell is going on. Are they playing in New South Wales? No, we can't play in New South Wales now. Oh. It, so everything we originally, when they said, yeah, okay, we'll play on the 7th of August, yep. everything was going to be played on Friday, Saturday, Sunday to try and make up some rounds as well. <coughs> but then the border restrictions came in. You're excused. The border restrictions came in, so they've come back over to Victoria we still have the bye this week, yep. which means we only have one more round left, which is against Mildura. But now all of the points and the ladders have changed yeah. because – and I Who don't – Not – well, <laughs> 14s and 16s do, right. I think. Um, C Res looked like they were going to, but because some of the rounds have been taken out, and so, so therefore we lose those points, yeah. it looks like we don't. And B grade – if we had been able to finish out the season as it was, it looked like we could have. If we had a really, you were ramping up. we were just ramping up, yeah. and it oh, looked like we could. Yes, exactly. Just oh, at the yeah, right no. time in the season. So they yeah, no. they pushed you into the forward line, and everything started to happen. It, yes, <laughs> yeah, but only because, and I'm not a shooter, and. It's very clear that I'm not a shooter. However, Sarah McMonies is a, can shoot from anywhere, and I think just having me there to get rebounds should she need it gives her confidence. So she's probably missed all of three in the last seven weeks. You know what? She I doesn't they miss very often in, now. In, hey, yeah, I reckon they should bring in the SFL uh, netball comp that uh, that Super Goal <laughs> thing that they have in the oh the Suncorp the Suncorp yeah thing. that's awesome. Like it's like a three pointer in basketball. Like, yeah, shoot from outside. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, it's not actually outside. It's that well, sort of two second ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also from the Supercorp rules. It would be nice if we had rolling subs. Oh, mm. right. so in Supercorp, can you only sub during breaks? Breaks, yeah. Or oh. you can call injury time. But the thing with calling injury time is, you Someone can't call it for injured. a team. Yeah, some well. Yes, but not really. Uh. So people call injury time to use it as a bit of a sub. Um, I'm guilty of doing that once. Uh, but also the person that calls for time is the one that has to leave the court. So if someone's actually injured, unless, of course, they obviously are having an asthma attack and can't breathe. Um, or are unconscious. Or, or are unconscious. Yeah. Or, well, you'd hope that they don't have to – you'd hope the umpire would go, um, <laughs> okay, let's hold time and use <laughs> – no, no, play around, around, play around. <laughs> no, but the – and that's a rule that um, – Neil Clifford, who's been uh, helping me with my umpiring, pulled me up on the other day going, you called time. Then they said, no, I don't need to go off. You need to make sure that the person that called the time does go off because you can't just stop. So anyway, if we had rolling subs, then that would fix that. I think that would be Does that mean you need more officiating people to keep – control of who's coming off and on and like, like no. they do in the footy. You know how they have an interchange bench. bench yeah. No, the scorers do that. Right. Yeah. So there's three that sit on the scoring bench anyway. There's two official scorers. Only one is doing the writing and there's one person keeping the time. Yep. So that would all happen oh, through just them. Give them another job. Yeah, just give them yeah. another job. I mean you could it would be nice, but at the moment because it's all volunteer based, yeah. finding three people a lot of the time to do the score bench anyway. How's the uh, change rooms going? They're good. The uh, concrete is down. Um, they will be done by next season. Awesome. So yeah. um, and they Peter will be done. sorry Charles? I was gonna say Peter went done for you. The finals you're not making Wow. Oh, yeah. He's wow. not bad. Is he? yeah. You're not bad at throwing stones from a distance. Let's talk about the race that you didn't win last week, Charlie. Hey, you know what? I've been talking to Phil and he's quite happy to do it again because he said he had heaps of fun. 
And uh, I said, well, if we make it a time, I'm, you know, I probably should you know, see what I can do. Yeah, you probably should <laughs> see what you can do. That sounds be like nice. an ironclad commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it's as ironclad as you'll get from him. No, if you give me a bit of time to organise myself. This time next year? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not leave it that long. I've got, I've got holidays in September, so we can do it then. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, finals. Yeah. Also, uh, what was funny was when I was having a chat to Phil, he was like, oh, yeah, I was a bit nervous because I thought I'd come off a bit competitive. And then I listened to it and I said, Phil, you've got nothing to worry about. Jay is it was, it was a the most competitive person I've ever heard yeah. in my life. What? Are you serious? Have you listened back to the, the podcast? I, I did edit it together. I didn't think I was that bad. Yeah, I was, I was like, Phil, you've got nothing to worry about. Jade is is so much worse than you. It's not funny. I, th- I think that uh, Jade certainly was the one that sounded like she was having the most fun. I, I think I certainly had the most fun, especially I beat him twice. Like yeah. I went in there with zero expectations and that's not how I would normally go into a competition. Yeah. But I had zero expectations, didn't think I had a chance, even though I knew that the engine in the ute that I was driving was far better than the one that he was driving. Yeah. But like you were saying before, Noto, like how good is Phil oh, to work it's out? Ridiculous. Like he's taken, uh, well, it's not a terrible car, but it's not as good as the car that you were in no. you know, quite clearly. Mm. And uh, he somehow worked out in that car how to make it go faster than your car. I don't understand how that works. I just don't get the mechanics of it at all. Well, that's be- that's why you and I are not race car drivers. <laughs> <laughs> the last two, they were they were that time thing, weren't they? So you have to race to your time. So that's the dial-in timing, yeah. 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 But, but it wasn't even that. Like even before then, like on the third run, I reckon it was, that he, he beat you yeah. just in a flat race yeah. in a worse car. Yeah. I don't because he worked how- it out in two passes. Yeah, he yeah. just worked out. Oh well, this is what I need to do for this car to make it go faster. I'm like, no one like that. You can't teach that. I don't know. Well, maybe you, you probably can, can teach. Yeah, it. maybe I don't yeah. know. But I certainly have no concept of how he's done no. It. And I, what do you do? What did he change? So he asked Ben first after the second one. He <laughs> you can hear him go. How do I get more power out of this thing? But he worked out that if you had it in four-wheel drive to take off, you get more torque out of it. And then at half track, he switched it back to two-wheel drive to get it to rev quicker so it picks up more. I'll tell you what, back when I had the Rodeo Ute. Uh, I'm Recording not, I'm not in progress. Out, I'm not getting out um, halfway through the race and changing my hubs <laughs> over to whack it back into two-wheel drive and keep going again. Lucky he's got a good car. Yeah, exactly. And lucky you can do it with a flick of a switch. But I would that do, you're right. That doesn't even no, process. I wouldn't have me. even thought of it. No, yeah, me no, neither. No I look at the four wheel drive in my car and go. I know I need to flick it to here and here if I'm stuck in mud down the river. And I know what to do to get myself out of trouble. Yeah. But I there is no way known I'd know what to do. Oh, exactly. I even had you trouble. can't do that on the run though, can you? You can, apparently. That's what he did. Yeah, not in my car you can't. I know that you can't in my car because it's a bit more complex. But in that XLT, I think it's literally just the flick of a switch or two switches. So back in, you know, when I was doing four-wheel driving in the old hub changer things (laughs) and it had like, you know, um, four high, four low, I'm like, i got no idea. What do you put that in? I don't know. I'll just go low and go slow and see what happens. Yeah. But uh, he's just working shit out knows exactly how you know mechanics of things working mm. no i've got no concept yeah it's yeah. that's just how his brain's wired yeah i think uh. but it honestly like i'm not into motorsport at all and yeah. it uh, it sounded like fun it was like, really fun yeah it was really fun and i would do it again how about this charlie how about yeah. this we make another time we do it again yeah 
And this time you and Phil can race and then you can take me on. <laughs> like well, a final series. <laughs> the, the I feel like I probably should take you on first. Actually, that's probably a good idea. That's probably a good idea. You and yeah. I race and then if you can beat me, then you get the chance to race Phil. If you can't beat me, then you're not good enough to race Phil. Is it going to be apples for apples this time? Are you going to have two of the same Not car? a chance in hell, Lotto. <laughs> we just spoke about how Maca- how good Phil is at working out cars. Yeah. There's no. We put him this time in the AU. Simple as that. <laughs> See yeah. if he can work that out. Yeah. He'll still beat us. Yeah. He'll be juicing. He'll be <laughs> popping the bonnet, juicing it up somehow. I don't know. Taking chips out of it or putting chips <laughs> yeah, in it. I don't oh, know. God, I don't yeah. know either. As a side note, how good was Stig's outfit? I know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Was that was awesome. <laughs> When he said to me, when I said, have you got anything on this afternoon? He went, no, I went, great. Get in the car. Come with me to the drag strip. He was yeah. like, I've got a race suit. Should I wear it? I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> have and, you really? And that helmet. It's with not the, a race suit. Yeah, I know. It's only a track it, suit. It but. looked like a race suit, though. It looked like yeah. a, a proper thing. But that helmet had like a really dark um, cover. Who, where'd you get the helmet from? That's actually Luke's. Now, this is a little known secret. Luke used to race go-karts. So that's Luke's race helmet from when he used to race go-karts that he hasn't been able to let go of. Well, I can see why. It looks cool as shit. It's cool (laughs) as shit and cost him a fortune at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it looked well. The Stig did a great job. And the Stig did a lot of the camera work for the video afterwards and did a (laughs) marvellous job. So multi-talented, that Stig. He is multi-talented. He's very talented. I saw that video that you spoke of um, earlier, it might have been last year or the year before, Charlie, of – the Stig oh, singing. singing. Yeah. yeah. He needs to do more of that. Well, um, I'd say he does it like 3 a.m. Like, at a karaoke <laughs> joint. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to Don't do more of it. <laughs> In the shower. In the shower, yeah. yeah. yeah I think we talked about it on the, on the pod, didn't we? Yeah, we did, but I'd forgotten. As oh. I do, I forget a lot of things these days. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, I know. Um, a few other things we've got to cover off is the free vaccination clinic over at Euston, RDHS and New South Wales Health. And they've just booked out. And they've booked out. Yeah. And Anita's, good. Yeah, Anita's coming in here shortly to talk about that. Um, and the census, have you guys got your census number yet? Yes. You have? Yeah. Charlie, you got yours? Yep. I haven't and, checked my mailbox. And you can but. complete it prior to the 10th. Yes. Mm. It just needs to be based around where you are what, on the 10th. Tw- yeah. If you know you the, the 12th. Sorry? You know the 12th? 10th. No, 10th. 10th. August the 10th. I promise. 1966. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, that's the yeah, different. That's when the you know the the whole jingle you know. Oh, they did have a census jingle, didn't they? No, that was the changing of the um, decimal from the pounds to the decimal to the. Jesus, Nordo, I am not that old. No, neither am I. But that's that was the jingle that kept going on for ages, and then you know it was in 1966, and they. I, I don't know that jingle either. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't. I'm not familiar with that. I remember old people singing it to me in order, so can you sing it to us? <laughs> well, I can't. That's a bit the only thing that I can remember is the, the actual year. Uh-huh. Anyway, this is about 2021, and we're going to be on August the 10th. Um, so you can fill it in beforehand, and you can do it online. If you need a form, you can take that number and call. I think there's something with your paperwork. Like I said, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. Um, it's just a, a, a first time login thing, and then you can set your own password and go back to it if you can't fill it out yeah. all in one they, time. They send you out the. I don't know if you can see that. They send you out the actual thing, but it's also got the. Online well, you've got your bl- background blurred. Can you unblur your background and? Sh- oh, that's better. There you go. Talk us through it, Charles. Well, it's quite simple, really. <laughs> Put your name, your address, 
Here we have an A4 piece of paper. Hey? No, keep going. Well, what do you want me to say? It's pretty simple. Cool. You're really good at explaining things. Well, what do you want me to say? Now, look, it's, it's there. You'll get this in the mail. Can you see it? You can't see it. Yeah, I can see it. What we've got to do, it's all, it's all about stats too. online stuff there, and that's going to make it heaps easier. Just do it online. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's all about... Number there. It's got your, your census number on there. So... Come, it looks quite easy. I don't, like, there's no excuse not to do it. Mm, no, exactly you would right. think so. And there's not too many questions on there either. Um, it doesn't go forever in a day. Like, it's, um, it's no, pretty not. easy. No. There has been talk. I heard, um, I can't remember who it was, someone someone in the media the other day talking about um, people getting upset asking about health questions. I went, well, that's kind of important because the whole census is taken so that services can be allocated to different communities. So for Robinvale, it's really important that you answer all of those questions, including how many people, listing all the people that live in your house and any health conditions they have so that the governments can allocate funding to Correct. accordingly. Correct. And also, if you have people uh, on your property but living in uh, workers' quarters, yep. take your iPad out there and fill out room. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. It's not hard. Your iPad, your phone, take a laptop or give them the laptop. Help them out. Like, we just need everyone to be counted. I feel like I've been banging on about this for months and I probably yeah. have, but now it's August the 10th already and... It's coming up quickly. It's coming up really quickly. So... Um, should fill mine out. You should fill yours out. You could do it while no, well, I was going to say while you're on the um, on the Zoom to us, but you know maybe not. Maybe not. Name Charles Albanese. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> What's have you got a middle? Oh, Damien, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Um, so we need to go. Neither of you would be aware or have not. A, your kids are in Mildura, so they're not dancing here anymore. But no. the Ballet Guild is back. That's very good news for Robin Bell. Isn't it? Yeah. So we're going to give uh, Dom Mezzatesta a call and have a chat to him about um, him living out his dream because he has been wanting to do this for a while and committing to two days a week in Robin Vale for the Ballet Guild is exceptional. So we'll give him a call after this short break. Wow, neither of you jumped in then. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for the king to do it himself, but no. The, the, king, the, the golden tonsils cool. did not come jump in. <laughs> the golden tonsils. <laughs> I totally forgot. I got a Snapchat. I got bloody distracted. Wow. Yeah, a shiny thing was off in the corner. And <laughs> he he got, distracted. got distracted. The basketball hasn't even started yet, has it? No, no, it's on. It's on behind uh, me, yeah. and I can tell that Charlie's got it on behind him too. But we've got Dominic Mesatesta on the phone. How are you, Dom? I'm pretty good, thank you, guys. How are you guys? <sighs> well, I'm tremendous. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, okay. back at work. Good. I'm good. Now, Dom, this week saw the return of the Robinvale Ballet Guild. Did you get it emotional? Did, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think I would, but standing on that stage again, um, yeah, it was a little bit. Surreal, actually, being back. So, how many how many kids have you got that have signed up? Uh, so, currently, as it stands, as of this morning, I've now got one hundred and five students. Oh my goodness! Is that under just yeah. one teacher? Or have you got someone helping you out? No, that would just be me going oh solo. Ooh, that's <laughs> a big how many days? How many days is it over? Do we say? Uh, two days this year, just because it's only uh, mid-year intake, so we don't have 
obviously the full year. So I'm just going to introduce everyone back to dance. Uh, so I've sort of mixed everything in together just over the two days this year, just to introduce it back and get everyone back on track. Awesome. So what sort of um, age groups are we talking? From what age to what age? So my youngest is, I've started at four years old. Um, I've got a couple of little three-year-olds that are almost four, and then all the way up until the age of 18, so up to year 12. Wow. That's a wide range for you to teach too. That's, that's a bloody good effort. That's a huge yeah. effort. <laughs> and, and you're still, you're not living in Robinvale. You're travelling home from Melbourne every week to do this. I will be for now, yeah. yeah. But mix things up and keep it interesting. Yeah, COVID pending. Mm. Yeah, definitely. You, you did definitely. say for now, though, and if I'm not mistaken, you are currently a fitness instructor at Rise Nation, correct? Correct, yes, I am. Um, are you also qualified in spin, or are you interested in taking some spin classes? Look, I hear that uh, Robin Bell has a pretty good spin instructor at the moment, but, you know. Yeah, but only one, and Lisa, Lisa Zappi has actually done her course, so hopefully in the not-too-distant future she'll be able to fill in, but it's one of those things that with only one instructor in town, yeah. uh, you know, when I go on holidays, there's no classes. Makes it hard. So no, true. Is there a potential that next year, depending on how many students you have, there's the potential for you to become a Robin Bale local again? Uh, once again, look, never say never. I was told by a wise woman once. Mm. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> let's not leave it at that day. Day. definitely not wise. <laughs> <laughs> she may have pulled me up one time when I was ordering coffee. Yes, I may have. And I did say never say never because, you know... Never say you never. You just never know. Exactly. exactly. You never know what will happen. Circumstances may change. Now, 105 students, these are boys and yep. girls? Correct, yeah. What's the split yep. like? Yep. Have you got a lot of a lot of boys involved? I actually do. I was actually looking at that this morning because I wanted to see how many boys I actually have. And I've actually, out of the 105, I have 11 boys. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah, so it's really, really good. I mean, you know, when I was growing up and dancing, I was the only boy in Robin Vale. Um, So, you know, it's just amazing to see 11 of them come through and start. Yeah, it's, yeah, really, really good. Yeah, it's good to see that it's no longer an issue. And we saw the same thing with Auskick and the split of girls and boys now. Girls almost overtaking the boys. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But it's good. It's good to see that there's no like these things, especially for kids that want to have a go at just about anything. Yeah. That there's no gender bias, which no. is so what good. About, what about ready, uh, ready set go? Whatever it's called. Net, net set go. Yeah, I, I think there's I think there's one or two boys that yeah, do net set go too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but probably not as many. But um. And what sort of styles? Are you, is it just a one like a jazz, or is there what sort of a contemporary? What are you What are you actually teaching? So this year I've split, I've got on my Monday nights, I've got the jazz and hip hop combined. And then on my Tuesday night, I have uh, ballet and contemporary combined. So giving them all the four main styles of dance for this year. And yeah, we'll see where that takes us next year. But um, yeah, like I've obviously the last four years, I've been training professionally in Melbourne in dance. So I can teach absolutely anything from 
lyrical to tap to hip hop to partnering. So yeah, the options are endless for what we can eventually do. Wow. So this would have been when Luke and I got married, Talia Winton was doing dance here from Winton Dance Academy in Mildura. And Mm -hmm. we needed someone because Luke cannot dance. I, however, (laughs) back in a former life in high school, did ballroom dancing for many years. We did it as a family because my mum has medals. Like she is her and her brother who are no longer, who's no longer with us. Um, were phenomenal ballroom dancers back in the 70s and 80s. So it was a family activity, which at the time when you're 13 years old is social suicide, At the but then Strictly yeah. Ballroom came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was actually kind of half cool. But Talia taught us or tried to teach us to dance for our wedding, which was fantastic. And the exercise leading up to learning to dance for our wedding as a couple was so good and so much fun. Is that something that you could teach now, Dom? If someone came to you and said, look, we're getting married in three months' time, potentially, can you teach Mm -hmm. us to dance? Can you do that? I can 100%. I've actually done a few bridal um, parties up here in Melbourne and I've also done a couple of couples in Swan Hill as well. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I'm open to. And if anyone needs any help. I think you might have to invent a few more days in the week, though. To yeah. Jeez. <laughs> You're going to have to move back, Dom. Do you think, here's a challenge, do you think you could teach Charlie to cut a foxtrot? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Charlie, How many left feet do you have, Charlie? <laughs> Charlie, yeah. how good, can you dance? Of course I can. Mm-hmm. More than the Tarantella? <laughs> yeah, try. <laughs> hey. Don't give me that. What? Is this, another, is this a challenge you might take on, Chalutz? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll see. I've, yeah, I've got, I've got a <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got the video Maybe, footage, but I can hesitant. see him backpedalling <laughs> for a moment here. <laughs> well, Dominic, Have you it's... seen, um, uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, the Pablo, vote Pablo, vote for... What? The... Yeah, the vote for Pablo thing. The, um, the Pasadoble. The Pasadoble, yeah. No, no, the guy. Who? With the the hair, with the red hair, the awkward looking guy that doesn't dance. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah. A long way from Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Good try. <laughs> no, what's Good the t shirt say? Both for Pedro. Pedro. Vote for Pedro. 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 Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Oh, my God. Dominic, I won't keep you because I know that you're very busy, but it is so good to have you back in Robinvale. Congratulations because this is not easy and I can see you getting exhausted. Please look after yourself travelling up and down the highway. Can I just say I've seen some of uh, Dominic's dances in um, the people that uh, have done the – uh, concerts before. What yeah. Do they call them concerts? No, were they? Uh, I don't know. What do, do we call them? Recitals, recitals? concerts? I don't know. Yeah. But I've seen them before because my kids have been involved and um, his choreograph, his choreo- choreography. Choreography. Mm. That's the word I'm looking for. Amazing. <laughs> it's just really good. So I can't wait. It might, it might not be this year, but next year, if there's an actual performance, I'd love to see it. Yeah, same. Same. No, I'm very excited. Well, thank you, Dominic. Thanks for sparing us some some of your time today, and we will um, catch up with you again very soon, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Love that. Okay, bye. See ya. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. 
time to talk health now with Anita from Primary Care at ADHS. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Jade. It's lovely to see you. Yes, you too. How have you been? Very well, thank you. I feel like it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Yeah. You've had a lot on your plate, yes. I'm gathering. Yes, I'm now the COVID lead at RDHS, so I have a lot on my plate. Yeah. So let's get that out of the way first and talk about the vaccination clinic that's now booked out. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> A few months ago, I contacted Far West Health District after mm-hmm. I saw that they were running clinics in places like Dayton, Wentworth and Balranald, and I said, could you please come to Houston? Yep. Um, didn't hear anything back until this week, yesterday, in fact, when they said, oh, we haven't had any bookings for our planned clinic on Monday. What? Um, yes. <laughs> and I said, that's probably because we didn't know anything about it. Oh, so who did know about it? Apparently, Far West Local Health District knew about it and someone forgot to let us know, but wow. these things happen. COVID yeah, okay. is very, COVID has made work very hectic and yeah. I can understand how we may have been forgotten. Mm. Um, so we put something together really quickly, found them a venue in New South Wales and um, put something together and it was booked out within two hours. So, a couple of questions when I heard about this. So, you don't need a Medicare number? No, they'll see anyone over the age of 12. Great. So, and it's the Pfizer vaccine? It's Pfizer only. Yep. So, I didn't realise until speaking to John Pissasali on Monday night, there are like 4,000 people in the Robinvale Euston area that don't have Medicare. That's right. That makes vaccinating people, if they want to get to an 80% vaccination rate, that makes that, which is potentially 50% of our population, that makes that impossible. Very difficult. Yeah. So this is a great clinic. This is yep. This is fantastic. So great work, first and foremost. Does it include people on both sides of the river or do we have to be in New South Wales? Well, they didn't really specify. Great. So we didn't ask and we've just put it out that it's a Euston clinic and it's available to anyone over the age of 12. Which means you can also cross the border because one of the reasons to cross the border is for a vaccination. Yes, it is. Great. They will be back in three weeks to do the second doses. I did say to them today that Victoria have now changed their interval for Pfizer to six weeks, that maybe they could do all the people on our waiting list in three weeks' time yeah, and then come back in another three weeks, do the first. Yeah, okay. Second dose. First lot of people, second dose. So, and this is, we were chatting about this off air before. We're led to believe, and Charlie and I will talk about this later, but we're led to believe that the federal government's in, in charge of who, like the rollout and the timings of vaccinations. But you're saying this has come from the Victorian government. They've moved it back six weeks. Yeah, it's... um. It's yes, it's the common. There's there's two programs running side by side. So the Commonwealth program, which is run through primary health networks and GP clinics, pharmacies, right. And then there's the um, the local health organisations like Bendigo Health, Melbourne Health, yep, that sort of thing that um, that run it for Victoria. And there's similar things in New South Wales. So the local health districts do it yep. in New South Wales. So okay, right. Hmm. Oh. It's so confusing. It's very confusing. How on earth do you keep up with all this? Um, as well as running the primary health centre. It takes a lot of reading. <laughs> I bet it does. Just lucky I'm a fast reader. Yeah, right. Um, we have been working with the Royal Flying Doctor Service for a while to try and get some more regular clinics here too. Yeah. Um, I got some news just before I came up here that it looks like in September we'll have them here for a week. The Royal Flying Doctors? Mm. Oh, yay. And doing... Um, similar to what they're doing in New South Wales and doing 
available to anyone. Yep. Medicare, no um, issues with Medicare status. Yep. Could we get some of the flying doctors in? Because after the Olympics, there's a new TV show that starts, and I know this is off topic, but it looks really cool. And this is clearly the show that they've been shooting in Broken Hill. I can certainly give you some contacts. Can you? Yes. Ooh, fun. Yes. You haven't got Stephen Peacock's number by no, any chance, no. have you? Damn. No. Oh, my God. I would love to have him. He is just – I mean, this show is going to be really easy to watch with yes. him as the doctor. Yes. Mm. Do we have any doctors that look like him? I haven't seen any of my nursing career. <laughs> oh, in your whole career. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Right. Back on topic. Um, so this vaccination clinic is happening Monday. Yes. Regardless of Medicare status, but it's booked out. So you've got a waiting list. We do have a waiting list. Um, we'll keep we'll keep a waiting list um, because we don't know when they'll be back or what's going to happen um, if they will be coming very regularly. Yeah. So we're going to keep a waiting list and we're also keeping it because – we're hoping that if um, all these people can't fit into this RFDS clinic in New South Wales, yep. they'll be able to fit into our one in Victoria. Great. Excellent. Okay. Well, that sounds like there is three quarters of a plan here. Yes. Yeah. So that's yep. great. Yep. Good news. Secondly, we've been talking about the census for months now and it's, mm-hmm. it's crunch time. Yep. As a healthcare professional and someone that's managing re- or trying to manage resources in a rural and remote area, how important is the census to you? It is absolutely vital that people fill it out if they want services in the town. Mm. Um, a lot of the programs that we run and the funding we get is based on the so-called census population in the area. So if the government, both state and federal, think that there's only 3,000 people in Robin Bar, for example... Mm-hmm. Regardless of our population um, yep. study, because they don't take any notice of that. No, we always direct them to it, but mm. they don't. This is they they rely on official data, and if we don't have accurate data, then we're not funded accurately. Mm. Have you got your number in the mail yet? Yes, I got yeah. it last night. Oh, good. Mm. I haven't checked the mail today, so I'm hoping mine's there today. Yep. Um, and it's really really simple. There has been talk, and I've heard some people go, "Why are they asking for my health details?" The reason for that would be for healthcare funding. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. They need to get a bit of a picture of the health status of communities so that then they can direct um, health funding to particular areas. So I guess if there was an area where obesity was rampant, Mm. they'd want to direct funding related to healthy eating, healthy living, that sort of thing. Yeah. And mental health, because there is a question on there about mental health funding. Yep. So don't hide it. I mean, there shouldn't be any reason to hide it no. anyway, but when you are filling this in, be honest. Yep. Be 100% honest. No one can see what you're filling in. No one's going to use it to track you. No one's going to use it to send you spam emails. Take your tinfoil hat off and... Um, it's highly confidential. Your your details are highly confidential. All they want is the responses. It doesn't match back to an actual person. Yeah, that's exactly right. So your status, as well as your Medicare status, your your um, official status, I suppose, mm-hmm. none of that matters. No. We just want you to be counted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. And yes. this is like, I'm a competitive person at the best of times, but this is, I really want to I really want to, I don't want to say win the census, but I really want to win. I really want to have a more accurate data collection with the ABS and we don't get the we don't get the results until I think April, March next year. Next year yep. Um but I really want to have a closer data match to what our population study showed, yes. the geographica study, because until we do, 
like you said, we're not going to get the funding and services no. that we need in this town. No. And we do need funding and services. Yep. How are you going at the moment with finding a physiotherapist? Uh, still looking. Still are looking. Um, it's really hard. Physio is one of those jobs where they haven't got a lot available generally. Mm. And at the moment, no one wants to move. Yeah. And I think physio is one of those things when when you go into a uni course and you think about being a physio, you want to work at, you know. Somewhere exciting. Somewhere exciting like yeah. a basketball, like with the Boomers yep. or with North Melbourne Footy Club yep. or whatever it might be. Yep. Yep. We're Run. still actively looking though. Um, we are thinking about getting an exercise physiologist in the meantime. They cannot do all the things that a physio does. Yep. Um, but they can certainly help in aged care and do some community healthy exercise yep. sort of programs. Yeah. There's a program coming up, Kyle was telling me about, at the Leisure Centre very soon. Can we talk about that yet or no? Uh, Is I, it with kids? Yeah, I don't know all about it. We had a, no, meeting, with the, we had a meeting with the Leisure Centre recently, the community engagement thing, and yep. hoping to do a lot more um, work with the Leisure Centre yep. and sort of feed some of our programs into the Leisure Centre once we're finished with the... I guess the word is the clinical part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then take people down to the leisure centre, get them familiar with the equipment down there. Great. And then they can continue with their healthy living, healthy exercise. So a community venue. approach yeah. to healthy living. Yep. And Belgravia Leisure, who run the leisure centre, yep. um, are really keen to engage with the community. Yes. Yeah, they really are. In fact, I think they've employed people like at a higher level yep. to like to include people yep. and really – you know, community engagement's a really huge career path at the moment. Yep, Everyone's was, doing it, so. It was a really good meeting. It was just disappointing that there wasn't more people there. Yeah. I was due to cut, go to that meeting, but I got yep. overwhelmed with lots of other things on the same day, as happens. So um, I hope there's a lot of good things to come yeah, out of it. I yeah. think there will be. Mm. Well, we'll keep our ear to the ground um, with the vaccinations and, and everything do. else. Yeah. And um, keep an eye on our Facebook page and if, if and when we get the – Official nod that the dates we will let Jade know. Yes, and and then we'll book you out really yep, quickly. You probably as, will, <laughs> as happened yesterday. Thanks very much, Anita. No Thanks worries, for Jade. sparing me some time in your very busy day. Thank you. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, I've seen him. Oh, sorry. And we're back. Thank you, Charlie. Superstar, <laughs> superstar, drag car, drag car racer, Phil Lamartina. Wow. Oh, not that one. I don't even know. Oh, there it is. That's it. That's all the applause you're getting. No, that's all right. It's the first of the losers, isn't it? That's what I mean. Hasn't he changed his tune? Yeah, he has a little bit. Yeah. How come, Charlie? I'm on Team Phil. What are you talking about? (laughs) How quickly. Wow. How quickly things change. How quickly things change. (laughs) You are repugnant, Charlie. Just repugnant. No, he's a survivor. Survivor. He's a survivor. What That's right. You You've got to know where to, where to, when to jump ship. See? <laughs> Jeez, he's not bad, is he's he? He's not bad at all. You can read him he like a book. He is not bad. Uh, what now, are you doing, Charlie? You working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, but what was had, that? Don't tell me no. No, it's not. No. On a Thursday. No, no. He's sitting at home watching the Olympics. Hey, on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, didn't, on a Thursday. Yeah. Didn't yeah. we? Mm. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why? Because I've got to work on the weekend. Mm. Interesting. CSC. Mm. What does CSC mean? Chicken shit Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. However, he has said he's got holidays in September, Phil, which means he's not working. All right, we'll pray. <laughs> we'll pray. Oh, look, it wouldn't take much to 
uh, tee it up again. No, no, it wouldn't take much, would it? No. However, this time, mm-hmm. I think he has to earn his right to race you. Ooh. Don't you think? How are we going to... He's going to oh, beat me. me. Yeah, I was going to say he beat you, yeah. <laughs> right. Like a qualifying type thing, yeah. like you need to qualify. Yeah. To, you need to qualify before yeah, to you get, can get take into it, the final. Before you can take yeah. on the Carrot King, you've got Oof. to qualify for that. Fair enough. How cool is that? <laughs> Maybe. We'll talk about it anyway. That was good fun anyway, wasn't it? It was great it fun. It was uh, a bit of an eye-opener for me. Um, <laughs> I noticed how competitive we all do get, and especially myself when it's like, Deathly silence when mm. you lose. It's not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, and because a lot of times when you're racing the fuel car and you, you, you do see you lose and mm. regardless of how fast you are going, you do notice that person out in the front of you and across the finish line, I swear to God, you you just want the car to keep just keep driving off into the distance yeah, and not yeah. come back because, yeah, it's such a sinking feeling. But, um, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing, anything you're – Anything you're doing or anything you're you're operating, yeah, yeah, you just want to be, you just want to beat the person. Yeah, you just want to be the best. Yeah, I get it. And um, apparently, Charlie, according to Chicken Shit Charlie, yeah, I'm I'm more competitive than you are. It sounds like that. Do you think? No, no. I think she was just. I think Jade was more excited about the whole concept of. learning and and uh, the ability to be able to win but mm. then it was easy to beat you when we changed format you know what i mean so then yeah. oh, it was three zip but that's when you put everything back on a level playing field but or well, not a living play level playing field because i didn't know what the hell i was doing no but it didn't take long to you picked it up no. you know what i mean so that was that's and i enjoyed what I, the most thing that i enjoyed was someone else enjoying Racing. Um, race, yeah, or yeah. drag racing. Yeah, yeah. And obviously see the camaraderie between like Evan Kingsley and mm. the kids and all that sort of stuff, you yeah. know, like so it's it's a real family um, type sport, yeah. if you know what I mean. And yeah, yeah. it is a sport because as you can see how much um, – Your heart rate gets up. Well, and, and also to how much is involved yeah, yeah. and also to the preparation before the run, you know mm. what I mean, like – so, you know, as your car and conditions change and your car maybe get, gets a bit quicker or the conditions change and it actually can get slower, mm. you need to adapt, you know, for that run. And the worst, worst, worst part about it is you can't pick up, and I think we did pick it up in the, yeah, we did pick it up in the podcast was, um, you know, you lose, you're out. Like, mm. back on the trailer, tow home. Yeah. See you later. Not And not a five-minute drive either, mm. you know, like. Yeah, thousands Cross of kilometers sometimes. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, it was good fun. So, uh, Charlie, you'll have to um, work on your reaction times. Yeah, a couple of coffees, like I said. Excuse me. Just a couple of coffees. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's real to easy. It. Nothing to it. <laughs> He's delusional, this kid, Oof. isn't he? <laughs> oh. um, now, like, excuse I feel me. Like Jake can do it, Phil. It can't be that hard. <laughs> what, what was that? You heard him. No, I didn't. Actually. Yeah, you did. I just missed it. What? Say it again, Charlie. I said, I feel like if Jade can do it, it can't be that hard. Oh, my God. Jesus. Man, I t- <laughs> you got a death wish. <laughs> Seriously. I can't believe it. Anyway. Okay. Charlie. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now, Charlie, 
You might have to stay quiet during this little bit. We're going to talk about the footy um, oh, and, and the netball and try and decipher. Oh, is, sorry, I didn't realise it was netball with football. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop oh, it. Uh, now, looking at, and I know this is like, this is just, I feel sorry from the outset. I feel sorry for the board and committee and everyone that's had to make these decisions because it's never going to make everybody, anybody happy. Um but I just want some clarity around how they've come to the decision. Like I just don't know. Looking at the ladders before lockdown, and then looking at them Look, now, what's? Can you explain it to me? No, because okay. no, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, same old story. Very disappointed with the process. Yep. Um, not the views of the majority. Clubs, okay. Again, yep. The as in Robin Vale, a part of the minority. No, the majority. Okay. Compared to the board, the league. Now this is this is this is where it gets a little bit grey. Okay. Like, the silly part about it is the board through um, Paul Matheson, mm. right? As you know, president of the league, mm. comes out and. It's been disappointing that he's coming out and we're actually getting information filtered through Sunraysia Daily's Facebook page. Yeah. Right? Yes. Which, with, with our consultation. Uh. Right. Okay. So, look, I can go on. There's been a fair bit of stuff that's gone on the last two weeks that hasn't been approved by the clubs mm-hmm. fully. Mm-hmm. Some stuff, yes. Some stuff, no. And the biggest disappointment about the whole process is, is we get together as presidents. Um, they shove... Uh, rhetoric down our throat and then ask us to to make a decision without even sort of we're in the we're in the situation where we're thinking okay well let's go take this information back to the committee let's have a quick discussion about and then make a decision and come forward no what they've done is they've gone listen to whatever information or um, correspondence they've had in that zoom meeting Mm -hmm. right zoom Mm -hmm. meeting Mm -hmm. no no not even face to face Mm. then gone to the board Right, had their own meeting and decided what they want. Regardless, it doesn't work. Even if uh, the the clubs say, you know, vote on something five four, doesn't matter. The league still has to approve it, and they can override anything, even if it was eight one. But that's not how a democracy works. Well, apparently, that's how the league works. Right. Mm. Interesting. Very. And completely disappointed where we've thrown our arms up in the air. I've got an emails correspondence here just in front of me that I can show you, but. It's obviously not that I want to show you, but where <laughs> we're abstained from voting for the simple fact is is they're going to do what they want anyway. So it's a waste of a time. So how do they came up to the conclusion? We don't really know, but what they what they wanted what the the end game is is they want they want to finish the season off um, ASAP. Yes, uh, what, that's clear. Yeah, whatever yep. thing, but. Our, the club's uh, th- uh, thing is is that if to do that to do that it was a, it was it's going to be a like from before lockdown it was going to still be a six week process mm. okay so the two the two games yep right mm-hmm. this is what got touted around mm. and then it was a vote between a um, four top four yep. finals or a top six right we're talking footy here yes right yep. Um, option A, option B. That's what we didn't vote on. Anyway, the option A got up, which was uh, four, uh, top, top four. four. Mm-hmm. 
But what the clubs were saying is, is now we're finishing the grand final on September the 4th. Yes. Now, the AFL grand final is not till September, late September. 27th or something, yeah. yeah. something. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to... Sorry? Yeah, 26th. Yeah, 26th. But we'll finish in the week before anyway. Mm. That's what initial mm. idea... Which is of, usually how it is. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And then... Anyway, there's another story about that, what I've found out in Bendigo, what they're doing, which is pretty cool. But anyway, that's a different idea. So what's happened is, is then now we've gone from to September 4th, not even being able to play any more home and away games. They nearly – they what they done was uh, at, at that Zoom meeting, all of a sudden, uh, New South Wales – this is how quickly things change. Yeah, this yeah, is where yeah. it's absolutely crazy, right? Yeah. New South Wales changed the rules that 4 o'clock that afternoon of the meeting. Yeah. And then they went in and said, hey, oh, guess what? Um, we can go to New South Wales and play with crowd now because isn't that what you guys want? Yes. Well, yes, we did, but we wanted an extended season yeah. and then the ability to come back mm. to Victoria. Because mm-hmm. South Mildura, God willing, it's happened this week, luckily, mm. was in a situation where after whatever years, 100 years of being at, at Sarah Oval or number three, yeah. We're not going to be able to play their last home game there before they went to the South Mildura precinct. That's how it was really? looking. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would have been. Whoa. Now. Yeah. Okay. So, finish the season at whatever cost is was sort of not really conducive. So they were taking bits and pieces like, oh yeah, but you said. But what the problem is is this year, or this year again is things change. Mm. You need to adapt yeah. somewhat to get to what we need to do. So. Anyway, so they've agreed to return to play on August the 7th. What we said, let's wait a week. Yes, all right, whatever's coming out today again with these six cases. I don't know. But, you know, it was looking like um, uh, the the weekend after, which is the 14th, Mm. it would have been the two weeks after the lockdown ended. Restrictions may have eased in regional Victoria. We could have come back home, back into Victoria, played. Yep. Uh, with maybe, crowds. maybe with no, but even a five hundred limit. Yeah, uh, but at least something, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Where now we're playing with no crowd. Yeah, right. This week. Yeah, and not in New South Wales, back in Victoria, because yep. everyone said I'm not going to bust my ass to get all this stuff over to New South Wales just yeah, to yeah. play with no crowds yep. when I can do it in my home ground. Yeah, right. right. Yep. So everyone changed. Redcliffe's Arimpool changed back to Victoria. Yes. Anyway. So now we're looking August 7th and 8th, which is the round round 7 and 8. Yep. All right? Okay. There's still clubs that haven't played uh, 12 games. Yeah. All right? Yep. And – or won't have. And mm. then um, commence final series, August the 21st. So – hang on. So we play – we've got the bye this week. Yes. Then we play Mildura, Mildura. next week. Yep. Is As part ho- of the home and away. Is that home? No. Is that's away. So w- that's it for us. We haven't got another home game. Yeah, but – if you have a look at the, if you have a look, we actually were blessed this year. We had six home games. Yeah, for true. Compared to, Irimple had four. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So um, we're not, we're not, we're not arguing that fact at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. we feel quite blessed yeah. that that's just how the way the cards fell. Yeah. Um, what we're saying is, is the ability to have crowds, but extend the season for an extra maybe two. Yeah. Not extend it. Just try and play a couple more home games, maybe even to even up the how many games everyone's played. Yes, and then it makes the it makes the best and fairest league best and fairest a little bit more tangible. Yeah, uh, it gets back into the the grand final, maybe back the week before the AFL grand yeah. final. Yeah, there was a uh, there's 
I heard some friends from Bendigo said that their league is um, actually touting with the idea, and I think I think they're going ahead with it. Is they're actually going to have their grand final on the on the public holiday before the AFL grand final, That's, which is a great idea. Well, it's well a there's nothing. Ho- it's, no, it's a pointless ex- public holiday yes. on that Friday. Correct. May as well use it. That's a great idea. Yeah. And huh. could you imagine winning the grand final on the Friday and then just watching the AFL grand final as um, your grand final party as Man Monday? Yeah. On a that's a great idea. Anyway, so huh. typical fashion. Look, I'm not here to, like I said, to criticise the league and the and the president, but yeah, look. Can I ask a question, Phil? When you look at, and I haven't looked at the footy, I'm only looking at the netball because there were three teams in our netballers that looked like they were going to make finals. All right. Have they? So have they scrapped some of the rounds? That That's we've played and taken points no, off no, us. No. no, no. So why has now the the ladders have changed since before we went on lockdown? And I'm I'm dead serious here. Oh, hang also, on. Also, do you get no? Did, was there any was there any uh, forfeits? No, not there wouldn't have been. Don't think so. No, especially not. No, for they us. only straightened up forfeits. Okay. From Oyen. Ah, from Ogan. Okay, that could answer the question. Okay. Also, so you would that would be how. Okay. So this is the other question. Red Cliffs in B grade um, haven't won a game, but yet they've got four points in there. There so, must be a forfeit. I was going to say. So there would be a forfeit, and there would. Do you get two points for a buy? No, zero. Zero points. I thought you got two points. Okay. So if there was a forfeit from Ogan, that's where those four points draw. have come from. Unless. Okay. Unless somehow some in netball there was a, a situation, did there come a draw in those two points? No, no, not regular. Okay, was the there ball. a situation where they gave two points to each team? I wouldn't have thought so. Unless okay. there's been a, unless there's been it's a only a f- only league. Fo- yeah, okay, the, that's what it could have been there because yeah. we were looking at that. C Res should have made finals. Yes, I heard that. And if we were going to play the rest of the season out, there's a very good chance B grade would have made finals. Look, unfortunately this year it's just, you know, we've been blessed um, outside of our senior group that um, potentially right at the minute uh, 14s, 16s, 18s 18s, and reserves have hopefully all made finals. Yep. Um, And potentially, you know, able to continue on hopefully as far deep as into that Fab. Final series as mm. possible. Now, um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Like I said, I'm not hanging my hat on that, but at the moment that's a pretty good um, accomplishment. Oh, for absolutely. Our, from our football club that um, has been, yeah, through the wars a little bit with mm. injuries and all that sort of thing and um, able to pinch, you know, players, you know, as young as, you know, under-16s up to the senior group. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been a... It's Do we just write this season off as an extra long pre-season for next year? For senior group? For everyone. Well, yeah. No, not, for, for, not for everyone. For, no. Except for those that are making finals. I'm talking netballers well, as well. That's everybody. Because that's how that's kind everyone. of we're looking at it. Hang, yeah, okay. But see, everyone other than the senior group is playing finals. Well, that's, yeah. So maybe you can start your pre-season then. Well, we have started our pre-season. In fact, it continues next week. Okay. Um, another thing we want to talk to you about, and I spoke to you briefly on text about it yesterday, is that we need to get, as far as council goes, and this involves the footy club, because I thought the footy club is an untapped resource when it comes to community because on Thursday night, that's where the community hangs out. So, what are you saying? All the experts? Well, it's kind of <laughs> it's the common sense parliament okay. is what well, I'm saying. We'll call but, it that. So um, we need to get done. We need to gather some information, do some community consultation for council to uh, construct a community vision. Right. 
so we're going to bring a council officer or two and a consultant to the footy club next Thursday. God willing, meals will be on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And anyone that wants to contribute and has ideas for the community vision of Robinvale, I invite you to come along and have a word. Well, now, well, everyone's more than welcome. Obviously, uh, at the moment, we're, we're working on uh, meals for yep. next Thursday. Yep. Um, what are the restrictions over there? Like how many people can you fit in there, Phil? At you the know? moment, they're sort of saying um, 50 uh, with the square meterage, and we've got all the QR codes and everything anyway. So we're, we're all we're, we tick all them boxes. Mm. Um, it's just been hard to not motivate. That's probably not the word. I'll, I'll be honest. Another trying. Probably last year was easier, yeah. knowing that the season was written off. Yeah. Um, this year, it's um, you know, like I know I can't complain because it, you know. Other people's businesses have been affected, and that's their livelihood. But as a volunteer, um, dealing with um, you know with COVID and with the footy club, and and making decisions, right ones or the best ones mm. for everyone, um, has been challenging. Hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, yeah, it's taken. Oh, I wouldn't say a toll, but, man, it's not... I reckon it is taking a toll. It's not enjoyable well, for everyone. Everyone, and, yeah. And including the committee and... Yep. I suppose I'm sort of speaking on my behalf, um, probably personally more than anything, where mm. I didn't... You don't you don't sign up for this, you yep. know what I mean? It's all right. I, you know, if you sign up for the presidency of the football club and you want it to... You, you deal with the dramas of football, yeah. You know, yeah. okay. Well, you say that. Hang on, I signed up for that, and, yeah. And you'd love the enjoyment, but mm. I didn't really sign up for this, yeah. And there's no one not signed a up of, for this, no. And there's not a huge <laughs> amount of football, yeah. Well, and that's the thing when matters. there's not a, not a huge amount of football uh, to manage, it makes it hard. But um, it might be a good idea to, to to rally the troops and get everyone to go, oi. The footy club needs a new pavilion. Oi, the footy club needs this. Nah, but anything. Oh, if you've yeah, got, yeah, no, well, that, that's all working. That's all working pretty good for now. Oh, um, I, I think I think we're quite uh, fortunate mm. with uh, the new netball courts and now with the um, the the change rooms. And I've seen some um, now a little bit more vision of the artist impression of the paint yep. scheme and all that sort of thing. So, man, that's going to they be, will be sensational. Oh, um, second I, to none. You know what I. Credit to you for digging your heels in about this change room because originally it was you know we had we had the council funds and yeah it was a demandable and yeah it was a portal loop but it was what it was because that's what we had the money to do Mm. so um, credit all credit to you for digging your heels in and going no 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 we don't if we're going to do it we're going to do it properly which is what we should be doing and it's built a good relationship with everyone and what I really need to do I suppose is thank the community Mm. because. Even though we've been um, in a situation where we have been with the football club um, financially, um, we've been able to manage ourselves uh, um, quite nicely. Yeah, um, it'll come out like hopefully in the AGM. We'll see what the figures are like once we finish. But um, the uh, the support that we've had with you know with all um, businesses and stuff around locally yeah. and and outside of mm. the town has been um, great, mm. and I can't thank them enough. Mm. And um, just at least they know that there's a shitload of hot, hard work that goes on in the background. Yeah. Um, to be able to do what we do and 
yeah, we just um, but when you know when you constantly get knocked down with this um, these restrictions and moving the goalposts, yeah, it, man, it hurts. And yeah. um, but we're still we're already started building for next year already, yeah. and um, yeah, it's onwards and upwards. Uh, you might not be able to answer this, Steve Bowden. Is he going to stay on as coach? I should probably ask him, but is he I staying think, on? I think that'd be a question for him. Yeah. Okay. All positions are vacant. If he applies and he's got the credibility <laughs> on his resume, we we <laughs> might we may consider him. Well, that's good to hear. All right. So there's not a huge amount of people knocking the door. Down. <laughs> I was going to say it's a big coaches. But, hey, you, but you never know. No, the follow. The, no, the, the proper process needs to be followed. And, yes, of course it does. If he puts it's his good name governance. In, yeah, and w- yeah. if he puts his name in, we'll, we'll yeah. definitely consider yeah. him. Uh, but netball has been, I will say, from my perspective, I was talking to Cookie about it this morning. We've had a ripper of a time this year yeah, um, with the, the restructure, the new courts, and B grade end the season unbeaten on those courts. So, oh, well, if you want to hang your hat on that, little <laughs> <tit>. <laughs> we are. <laughs> that's that. That's a great stat, isn't it, Charlie? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Big Red Netball is unbeaten on those new courts. Yeah, and <laughs> hang on, and the courts are blue too. Don't forget that. So, on blue courts. Yeah, what's wrong oh, with yeah. blue courts? Well, I'm just saying, if you play on green ones, you'll still be unbeaten on blue ones. Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> Look, we were excited about it. We've really enjoyed the season and we're, I suppose we're a little bit, you know, we were just hitting our straps and now it's been cut off. But um, I would like... You yeah. know, you're, not, you're, you're just the same as... <laughs> when my me, me brother took over team manager for the Resies and he's... he's um, claiming like they're unbeaten while he's been team manager. Two, yeah, two games. Fair enough. Is that Ange? <laughs> two games. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as he's in, taken over, his record's unblemished. record. Exactly. <laughs> Good enough. You know what? And if they win a grand final, it will oh, all be mate. because of Ange. Oh, Don't worry. Mate. <laughs> and you'll hear about it. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> and so you should. Phil, yeah. thanks for sparing some time to come in and try and explain that to us. It's still as clear as mud. But Well, um, what the problem is is the goalposts honestly yeah. continuously move. You know, like yeah. we're talking now. What about now? Like if, say, for instance, you know, we do go into another – hopefully not, fingers crossed, it's another snap lockdown. And then this round seven, supposedly in round... Yeah, I know. You know, 17 is yeah. going back to... Uh, <laughs> I know. Come on, man. I know. It's I know. killing us. But At the end of the day, we've got three teams in the finals, four teams, six... Sorry, four. Mm-hmm. 14, 16, well, 18 reserves at this just, stage. Yeah, at this stage here, it's looking very, very good for all of them. Excellent. Yeah. All right, we'll keep our way to the ground. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Hey, Charlie, have you oh, been – oh, sorry, I interrupted you. You've had to. All right. I, I, I've got things we, that we need to cover off uh, today. Oh. We've done census. I did want to send um, – I hate sending thoughts and prayers, and I'm not going to send thoughts and prayers. I've already spoken to Adam Jealous. Uh, Paul was involved in a, a car crash earlier this week. Have you seen, yeah. Did you see that on Facebook? Yeah. I was actually talking to Nordo in it before and I have cleared it to um, discuss with um, with Adam on the podcast. and um, about heard it from him today? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spoken to Adam today. Um, Paul is okay. He's got a lacerated liver. Mm. Uh, but he, even Adam said, he goes, he was just so, so lucky. And it was literally just coming up over a crest on the, on the road, out on one of the farm roads. Someone was coming the other way and yeah. – um, you know, there's some narrow roads there, but it just goes to show that other people do use all our bush roads. So yeah, just be yeah. careful. Be ca- He's so lucky. Did you see the state of his ute? 
Yes, it's a complete wipe-off. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and as yeah. a pa- I sent a message to Adam going, how are you and Carrie ann Because as a parent, oh, my God. If you got a call that, you know, your child had been involved in a car accident and you got there and saw that, then, oh, yeah. gosh. Not so cool. I did want to I did want to send um, some thoughts and, and wish Paul well. Uh, the other guy that was in the car, whose name I don't have permission to use, but he's also got a broken arm and some broken ribs. So thoughts to I both of them. Okay. Sorry? Yeah. I think he's going okay, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, There was also a pretty bad accident last night in Mildura, uh, and that was just purely because of slippery roads. Yeah. that Was that the fatality? Yeah, so be careful. Yeah, be really – drive to conditions. It's um, accidents happen, and I was saying in auto before. I drive along. I drive the back way to Swan Hill when I go to council, and there's a crest on Chillingola Road, and the road is really, really narrow. And I, every time I think, if there was an, a truck or a car come over that crest at the same time as me, yeah. lights out. So I always get off the road to go up and over that 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 crest. But and also, there's no one there. Like no, you have to wait for how long someone's come and get you. Yeah. That's right. So um, please take care on the roads, but um, wishing Paul a speedy recovery um, yeah. and the other guy a speedy recovery oh, too people. because five broken ribs is going to take a long time to recover from. Yeah, that's, that's not kind of cool. No, that's no, that's not cool at all. Now, I know the basketball has started, so let's uh, let's wrap this up. What's, what else is on your list, Charlie? Uh, National Stroke Week this week. Oh, yes. So, AB, uh, uh, we are partnering up with the National Stroke Foundation just to raise awareness of uh, stroke. Um, so, Jake, I'm going to ask you the question. Do you know what the signs and symptoms are of a stroke? Uh, yes, it's... Well, do you know what the acronym is? Is it FACE or SALT? No, it's FAST. Oh, FAST. <laughs> oh, I knew it was something. FAST. FACE. Uh, spe- oh, the S is for speech. Yep. What's the A for? Arms. arms, the tingling of the arms. So face, arms, speech, and time. Time. What does time mean? So I'll go through it. So face, when you when we talk about face, we, what we're saying is uh, check if there's any facial droop. Dro- mm. um, also, if there's slurred speech that comes on, well, that's more speech later, but uh, you'll see that they're, they're one side of their lips kind of dropped, if that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arm is um, check for grip stress. Okay. Like is that know, either is one, side? Hey? Is it either side, left or right? Both at the same both. time. Okay. So yep. You get them to squeeze your hands at the both same time. Okay. Also, another good one is uh, just get them to hold their arms up straight uh, out in front of them, both of them, and see how long they can hold it for. Yep. And if it's you know greater than fifteen seconds, they're doing okay. Um, obviously, speech if they can't talk or it's really slurred. Uh, there's something going on mm-hmm. uh, and time is it's time critical so the quicker we get them uh, to well a facility a clock retrieval facility for starters uh, the better the outcome yep so and also the, there is two types of strokes so we do uh, we do carry a clot blasting drug but the problem with that is we don't know if it's a bleed or a, or a clot yep uh, so if we gave you the clot plasting drug and it's a bleed, it would You're just make it quicker. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so it's not cool. So you really need to get to a hospital as soon as possible so they can do some kind of scan. In the city, uh, there is a national, there is a stroke van. AB have a stroke van. Okay. Yeah, so it comes out to you. Does a CAT scan 
like on the go. What? Well, yeah. And, uh, and then they, if, it's, if it's a clot, they give the drug there, there and there. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. That's very cool. Very yeah, so cool that, they rolled that out a few years ago and it's still in its, uh, well, they're still seeing how, because uh, there's none out in the regions yet, but they're talking about getting another one in the city mm. where the, obviously most of, the, most of the action is. Yeah, right. Interesting. Very um, interesting. So I had a thing here before and it was, uh, it was quite interesting. It was uh, the risk factors of stroke. Yeah. So, you know, just being a, an, elder, uh, an older male, um, you've got like a, a greater percent of chance of, of having a stroke. Which is not too cool. And that's only between fifty-five and eighty-four. That's not that old. No, well, that's not old. My my dad had a minor stroke in his early fifties, but he didn't realise it at the time, um, and it wasn't until he, you know, his well, his face dropped. So yeah, but again, that's another risk factor for you, uh, considering that there's family uh, there's family history of it. Mm. But also for your dad, if he's had a previous TI, well, they call that a TIA, which is a trans-ischemic attack. Yep. So that means it's just passed. Yeah. It's, the clot's dislodged itself or, and it's just passed itself. Yeah. Uh, that, again, is another indicator for having a massive stroke later on in life. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, also, Jake, uh, smoking. Also, different races, um, uh, South Asians, so uh, Indians, Pakistanis more likely. Um, so ethnicity is a, yeah, right. Ethnicity is yeah. a factor. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and our First Nations people, so Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. Yep. Uh, also more um, more susceptible for it. Yep. And um, also existing medical conditions. So high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol, uh, anything wrong with your heart normally can set stuff off. Diabetes is not a cool one to have if, if, uh, if you're prone to stroke as well. Um, so it's just, uh, well, at the end of the day, and I suppose the same with heart health as it is with brain health, mm. uh, yeah, you've got to try and have a, lot, a healthy lifestyle. So. This is true. This is true. Right. So it's National Stroke Week this week. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. Okay. Started Monday. Finishes Sunday. Terrific. Uh, speaking of other things that are finishing this week, You've been watching the Olympics? Yeah. It's, it's been great. Oh, <laughs> Which my one God. Of the gold medal? Did you see that? Which, who? The hockey? In the rowing. No, in the rowing. The two people, the, oh. the two guys in the rowing. Yeah, right. We've won. I'm so, I have been glued to the TV and to the computer, depending on where I've been. Harry Garside is one of my favourite um, stories. He has been doing ballet to help his balance and his agility for his boxing. So he is our fir- the first Australian through to the medal rounds in boxing for 38 years or something like that. Harry Garside, his name is. Yeah, no, when is it? Uh, tomorrow night, I believe. I don't know. The basketball's on now and um, we're only a, we're a point up against the USA. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap this up so I can go watch the basketball, Charlie. But the Olympics has just been – I've loved it. Tessa Levy, who's from Swan Hill, plays for the Opals. She had some court time yesterday, which is the Opals' last game, and they got flogged by about 30 points. Um, yeah. So that's unfortunate. But uh, – uh, My favourite uh, – I, I still think my favourite is um, the two that shared it in the high jump. Oh, the <laughs> high jump medals, yeah. Peter yeah, Bowl. When they said they'll share it and they'll all hug him. Yeah. 
That's and, but you yeah. know what? That's that's what the Olympics is about. It's yeah. a it's <laughs> a whole. And you know what else has been the my favorite thing? And I was talking to Luke about this last night, and then he fell asleep. But my, the best thing I love about the Australian Olympic team now, and I'll probably get a bit of flack for saying this, but there's no such thing anymore as looking Australian. We've got so many ethnicities on the Australian team. Peter Bowl, who's Australian yeah. South Sudanese, Michelle oh, well, Wu. Yeah. Oh, well, how good was he last night? Yeah. Uh, he'll be back. Like that's his second Olympics. And these things, when you talk to Olympians, you know, your first and second is a learning experience. And you know, um, but he's he's great and his spirit's great. But we've got all sorts of um, of people. We've got lots of First Nations people on our team this year. Oh, Clancy, the, our beach volleyballer. Our beach volleyballer is um, a young Aboriginal girl, and I can't remember her first name, but her last name's Clancy, and a Peruvian, Salah. So I I love our Australian Olympic team anymore because there's so much diversity, and I think that's a good representation of Australia, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But I love the Olympics. Um, What else, Charlie? What else is on your list, real quick? Uh, Tinfoil hat. (laughs) What? Can we just get people to take off their tinfoil hats and stop posting on Facebook? <laughs> I'm over the, oh, you know, the vaccines are going to, oh, the vaccines are shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're trying to control us. Oh, just my gosh. Uh, I was having this conversation with Noto earlier and the people that say, oh, I don't really know about the vaccine. Really? Do you know who makes the flu vaccine that you have every year? Yeah. Because that no changes one. every year. No one. no one would be able to tell you who manufactures that. And, you know, if you went through your 20s or you still do, you know, doing yoga during the week and treating your body as a temple, but then go clubbing on the weekend and put God knows whatever pills or powders you find at nightclubs and do you know who makes them and how they've been tested? And if you're worried about the government tracking you, mate, if you're on TikTok, it's not just our government tracking you. The Chinese government are tracking you. <laughs> Google's tracking you. Facebook's tracking Give me a break, people. Unless you've got something to hide, then what's the issue? And with the vaccine, uh, I know everyone's hesitant, but uh, at the end of the day, especially with AstraZeneca, because everyone's like, oh, we can't have that. Um, the chance of you getting, and I think we've said this before on the on the podcast, the chance of you getting a clot uh, with AstraZeneca is like one in a million. And then it's one in 100,000 of actually dying from that clot after that. And uh, you know what? If you're on the contraceptive pill, your chances, you've got increased chances. That can give you a clot as well, especially if you're a smoker and yeah. you're on the contraceptive pill. You've got a high chance of having a clot there as well. But I got my second Pfizer during the week, so I'm full 5G now, Charlie. It's amazing. Mm. And also, if uh, if they told you when uh, you got your licence saying, you know what, there's a good chance you're going to die in a car accident. Like there's a, like a one in 50 chance or something you're going to have a, an accident mm. and there's a good like one in 300 chance that you're going to die in one. Mm. Would, would you get a licence? Would you not get your car licence? No, of course I'd get my licence. I need to get around. It's, it just makes sense. Just go and get it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You're preaching <laughs> to the choir, my friend. Anyway, and the people are saying that, oh, yeah, but all these people are still hospitalised in, in Sydney. No, they're not. They're not. Have a look at the facts. Don't go listening to YouTube clips or, I hate to say it, any of the mainstream media. 
Because it's not true. No. It's and not the, true. No. The, and the media does hype things up and they twist it to whatever narrative that their corporation is pushing. So look for the facts. That, you know what? And it's not hard. Go to the government websites. Yeah, that's although, exactly Although right. they are controlling us, so you know, <laughs> I don't know if we can believe that. <laughs> exactly. They only want you to have the information that they want you to have, Charlie. Yeah. Remember right. that. Yes. Yeah. The 27-year-old that died? Yep. From COVID, not from taking AstraZeneca. He died from COVID. Did he? Was he in Sydney? He was healthy, fit. There was nothing wrong with him. No uh, pre-existing conditions. Died of COVID. He didn't die of, of taking a vaccine. He died of COVID. I was going to say, Just was he vaccinated though? No. No. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. That's where we we go to you for all of our health facts, Charlie. Not our first, well, but then you. We were talking about stroke before. So, yeah, yeah, correct. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Charles. I'll I, haven't let you been go. I haven't been I've been trying to keep off Facebook because it's just it gets just to a point where yeah. you think, how stupid are people? Yeah, oh I one hundred percent agree. And having a holiday and really minimizing screen time and social media time has been a little bit of a a reawakening for me in more ways than one, but we'll talk about that in the next 10 days, hopefully. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for coming, Charles. Let's go watch the basketball now. Go yeah, Aussies. Oh, wow. You see that? Five points up. I'm a little bit stressed. I get really stressed when watching the basketball. Really stressed, which is why I do it alone, because I carry on like a fool. Hmm. Not going to lie. Anyway, thanks, Charles. All right, see you later. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven straight down the middle by the Robin Vale Golf Resort. RobinvaleGolfClub.com.au